The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to Agile Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're doing a deep dive into the methodology that can transform your marketing strategies and cross-functional effectiveness, Agile Operations. Each day this week, we're going to publish an episode that discusses what you need to know about using Agile methodologies to make your marketing strategies, content, and implementation more effective. With us today is Roland Smart, who is a sponsor of the MarTech Podcast and the VP of Marketing at Pantheon which is a website operations platform for Drupal and WordPress. They are the leader in the web ops industry and run more enterprise WordPress and Drupal sites than any other platform. So far this week, we've talked about how to apply agile processes into your marketing operations, how to approach agile transformation. And today we're going to talk about using agile methodologies to produce content and create sustainable organic growth. Here's the third installment of Agile Week with Roland Smart from Pantheon. Roland, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Awesome. Glad to be here. Great to have you here for Agile Week. Today, we're going to talk about applying Agile to a specific facet of marketing, mainly content production and how you're going to create sustainable and organic growth. Talk to me about how the mindset of being Agile can help you figure out what articles to write and how they're going to drive traffic. So first and foremost, I think applying Agile to content marketing means shifting from a mindset where you're always producing new content to one in which the majority of your time is actually spent on iterating on existing content. So that's a big shift. And it is based on just an understanding that if you have an existing piece of content that's sitting on a URL... Hopefully, people across the web are referring to that document and pointing to it. And hopefully, that piece of content is well-constructed so that it has a baseline page rank and performance from a search engine optimization perspective. But based on data about how people are engaging with that content, you can update it and make it more performant. And if you keep that URL, over time, you can aggregate more and more inbound links to it until it becomes an engine for you of inbound interest and inbound traffic. Now, of course, part and parcel with that is you need to deliver that content in a context in which people can raise their hands and potentially get into the top of your funnel if that's what the content is being used for. 
So I understand the process you're talking about, which is you don't always have to focus on creating new content, right? I think a lot of times people are developing their content strategies around an ever-evolving source of creativity. And in reality, some of the most effective brands that are building content strategies are using templates and replicating the same type of content. And your example is you should also be creating content, seeing what works, and then amplifying the content you have by optimizing and iterating it. Absolutely. So there's the core content itself. But when we think about the way that we put together content, so there's a great example, actually, that I'd like to speak to that I think that's a good metaphor here. Are you familiar with the movie called The Martian? Yeah, Matt Damon, he gets stranded on Mars. Right. Let's talk about how that movie came to be, because I think it's a good metaphor. So there was a guy who started with a blog. He's a science guy. He's trying to write a story about somebody who's on Mars. And every time he would write a blog post, people who were scientists and who were astrophysicists would read his stuff and would comment in his blog post like, no, this is wrong. The physics of what you're describing would not work on Mars. And what he would do is he would take that feedback and he would update that episode of the story, the blog post, to make it more scientifically accurate. And over time, he developed this novel, basically, was just a long string of blog posts. And people then came to him and said, wow, we love this story. It's kind of a pain for us to read it in the context of your blog. What I would really like is a PDF that I could download so that I could just take it and read it. So he basically put a PDF and then more people came and saw it and they said, well, actually, what I really want is I want to be able to look it on my Kindle. So he put the PDF onto Amazon. And at the time, you couldn't put a free PDF on Amazon. The lowest cost thing you could do was put it on for 99 cents. What turned out, it absolutely blew up and tons of people downloaded. And then it got the attention of some people in Hollywood and they bought the rights to it. And at each step of the process, they iterated on the story and they made the story stronger and they made it more scientifically accurate and they made it more compelling. I got to jump in here and correct one thing. The book was way better than the movie. So at some <laughs> step, they started detracting from what the best story was. Because if you haven't read the book, it was fantastic. The movie was all right. That's fair. And actually, after the movie came out, right, they discovered that there was, in fact, water on Mars, which was a correction that didn't get added until after the movie was live. But the point that I think marketers should have is that you think about their content in kind of a similar way. If you've got content that's being leveraged for a persona at a particular stage of the journey, how do you tell that story in the context of lightweight things like blog posts and validate the messaging? And you know, you can also validate the messaging. How are you amplifying that content with paid? And you can validate the messaging in the context of paid as well. So when you're optimizing those two things together, you start getting better results. Then after you develop a more full narrative, you can roll that stuff up into a higher value gated asset, perhaps, that sits on your site. And you can each year publish an updated version of that. For example, at Pantheon, we're very focused on helping our customers and prospects understand a hard decision, which is, do I build my site with WordPress or do, do I build my site with Drupal? And that's a complicated decision. It's a decision that because we support both WordPress and Drupal, we have a really unique perspective on and we have a lot of knowledge about it. That is a document, though, that needs to be updated on a fairly regular basis because WordPress and Drupal, as technologies, they are each evolving. They're getting updates all the time. 
So the guide that we use to inform users about how to make that decision needs to also be updated and evolved. We're not going to completely rewrite the thing from scratch each time. It makes much more sense to make small iterations to it to improve its performance over time and to get more and more value from that asset. There's a company, Search Metrics. They are a SaaS platform that uses search data to help people understand how to increase their search visibility. They're a consulting client of mine. I've worked with them for a long time, and I'm the host of the Voices of Search podcast for them. And one of the first things that Search Metrics does with their clients that requires some professional services help is they go back over their old content and look at the data and they focus on figuring out what data they can fix and embellish, right? They're looking for that signal for where they should invest their time because generally that's the fastest way to drive organic results. When you don't have content and you're starting from scratch, what do you advise? What's the agile way to figure out what is the right area to focus? So this is where I think start with something that's really lightweight, like short form blog posts where you're testing out ideas or even in the context of social posts, which are even lighter weight to get a sense of whether or not the content resonates. I think there's a pathway to go from an idea that you have to maybe like a really high fidelity asset a more expensive asset, like a video, for example, that explains something that's really core to your company. So there is a pathway from let's take this simple messaging, deploy it in the context of advertising or social, let's blow it up into a blog post, let's make it into a light piece of thought leadership, let's then evolve that to be maybe a more fully flushed out white paper or even a detailed video that really tells the story in the absolute most compelling way. Yeah, I think that starting with short form content, even as simple as hey, you have a Twitter account, start posting tweets and see where you're starting to get some engagement. That gives you a sense of what content you should be producing. Start creating short form pieces of content. And when you start seeing a signal, when you start seeing that the search engines are driving traffic to you, use that as a template for other formats of content. You You know who's done a great job of this? BuzzFeed, right? BuzzFeed, famous for the top five X's of Y. They clearly found a niche of people love this type of article. They consider it some sort of news. So we're going to just create this format over a bunch of different verticals and topics. That, to me, is a great application of an agile process. We've talked a lot about programmatic things. I think it is worth calling out that one of the best, fastest, and I think most rewarding ways of testing content is with if you have a sales organization to test content with them. It's a really quick way of getting your content in front of customers and getting immediate feedback to understand, is the content performing well when it comes to serving as an intervention for a particular buyer at a particular stage of journey? So we try and enable our sales team and arm them with assets that they can use to advance a conversation. Sometimes, for example, I talked a minute ago about a guide that we have to help understand what's the difference between WordPress and Drupal and how should I make that decision. A lot of customers that are coming to Pantheon, they know that they want to be able to iterate on their site more quickly, but they may not have actually chosen the CMS that they're going to use yet. We can support them whether they use WordPress or Drupal. So we don't have a horse in that race, so to speak. So we can be credible on this topic and really educate. But it is a problem that our buyers have to solve. 
and we can help them solve it with this asset. So what is the best deliverable that we can give to a salesperson that's going to make a meaningful impact? Is it a graphic that helps them visually understand the difference between WordPress and Drupal? If they're a technical buyer, is it more of a white paper that helps them understand the different feature sets? If they're a marketer, is it something that helps them understand what are the access and permission models and how do they differ between these solutions, right? So we can partner with sales to test different kinds of content against different kinds of buyers at different stages of journey and get a very quick, immediate feedback that we might not, depending on what the use case is, we might not be able to get that as easily or as quickly through a programmatic channel. So if you're a content marketer, how should you go about starting with an agile process? I think it's pretty straightforward. So one of the things that agile talks about a lot is the idea of just building a backlog of the content that you think you need. And as we talked about, you're going to have a content grid, what content by persona, by stage of journey, you're going to find the gaps, you're going to catalog all that, you're going to put it into a backlog, and then you're going to start working on getting the MVP version of each of those pieces of content into market. You're going to look at how they perform, and you're going to prioritize iteration on those pieces of content that you've deployed. So I think the takeaway here, when you're thinking about using an agile process to drive sustainable organic growth, you don't have to create unique pieces of content constantly. You should be focusing on improving your existing content and then trying to replicate it at scale. And one of the tips that Roland suggested is that you can use your sales teams or other ways that you're talking to your customers to try to get their feedback and see if the pieces of content you're creating are actually helping them move forward in their buying journey. If they are, they're effective. Okay, that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Roland for joining us. If you'd like more of Roland's tips for building an effective, agile strategy, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we discuss how WebOps promotes agility. And if you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Roland, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can send him a tweet. His handle is rsmartly, R-S-M-A-R-T-L-Y. Or you can visit his company's website, which is pantheon.io. That's P-A-N-T-H-E-O-N.io. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, don't worry about it. We've got you covered. Just head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of our transcripts and contact information for all of our guests. And if you're a subscriber to the MarTech Podcast, thank you for being a member of our community. We always want to hear from you, so we built benjshap.com slash question, where you can submit your questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. My personal handle is benjshap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P, on LinkedIn and on Twitter. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a weekly stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, in addition to the rest of Agile Week, we've got some great episodes lined up for the rest of the month. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. Okay, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.